Welcome to First 15, and thanks for giving your first 15 minutes of the day to God while responding to His Word in a personal way. I'm Ron, and I'll be your guide on this journey. All of us are followers here, learning to listen to God, meditate on whatever He says, and respond to Him in prayer. I encourage you to follow us on Spotify, subscribe on iTunes, or watch us on YouTube. Can you recall the last time you tried to do a kind deed, and it was totally misunderstood? There is some sting in that. In today's reading, someone is going to get stung, and we get to see their true character revealed. All of that coming up in today's reading from Matthew 26. The intent of our podcast is to apply the truth of God's message beyond these first 15 minutes into the rest of our life. We follow a four-step process, and you can find details about that at podcast wordofprayer.com The final teaching block of Matthew's Gospel, chapters 24 to 25, has already ended, and now is the time for action. The end game will play out in the midst of Passover in Jerusalem. We'll listen and meditate on what we hear and engage in prayer as we trace the last steps of Jesus during his final days. Listen to Matthew 26, verses 1 through 13. When Jesus had finished saying all these things, he said to his disciples, As you know, Passover begins in two days, and the Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. At that same time, the leading priest and elders were meeting at the residence of Caiaphas, the high priest, plotting how to capture Jesus secretly and kill him. But not during the Passover celebration, they agreed, or the people may riot. Meanwhile, Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon, a man who had previously had leprosy. While he was eating, a woman came in with a beautiful alabaster jar of expensive perfume and poured it over his head. The disciples were indignant when they saw this. What a waste, they said. It could have been sold for a high price and the money given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, replied, Why criticize this woman for doing such a good thing to me? You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. She has poured this perfume on me to prepare my body for burial. I tell you the truth, wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. Since Jesus entered Jerusalem, the sense of a showdown coming has hung over the story. Jesus sought to cleanse the temple, answered the challenges of his opponents, and taught his own disciples in preparation for the end. The coming events will not take Jesus by surprise. You all know Passover is two days away, and the Son of Man will be handed over to be crucified. Those were his words. Matthew doesn't tell us what the reaction of the disciples was. The way they handle what happens next shows they aren't ready for it and won't accept it. While Jesus announces his coming death, the chief priests and elders gather at the high priest Caiaphas's palace and plot to arrest Jesus and kill him. 
With the scene set, we move to Bethany, to the home of Simon the leper, where a woman comes with an alabaster jar of very expensive perfume. She pours it on his head as Jesus reclines at the table. The disciples are indignant and criticize the woman. Why this waste? It could have been sold at a high price, and the money given to the poor. Jesus, however, recognizes and honors the sacrifice. She has done a beautiful thing preparing for my burial. Yes, serve the poor. Remember the teaching Jesus just gave. But while he is with you, also seize the time to do what is needed. What this woman has done will be told to remember her just as we are doing. Remember Bethany. Jesus is anointed with expensive perfume that will linger and eventually mingle with sweat, blood, oil and smoke, dust, and death itself. Jesus defends the woman who comes to anoint him. He had declared prophetically he will be handed over to be crucified. Only she moves to prepare for his death. The rest are numb, blind, indecisive, but still indignant. They don't see. But the cross is revealed at Bethany. It is costly. The price is hard to accept. It will cost the Son of Man, Israel's Messiah, his very life. It cost an expensive jar of perfume. It also cost her reproach and misunderstanding over an act motivated by genuine faith and beautiful extravagance. It cost all our cherished dreams and illusions. But this costly cross will be our door to salvation, our deliverance. Pray with me, please. God, thank you for sending your Son, for sparing nothing to save and rescue me. Thank you for Bethany and the beautiful sacrifice offered there, the anointing with costly perfume, the courage of your humble servant. Empower me to serve you today, to give all for you and to step out in similar faith, Lord, all to your glory. Amen. Bethany is a small village just a mile or two southeast of Jerusalem. It was a place where sick people like Simon lived because the law of Moses prevented them from living inside the walls of the city, Jerusalem in this case. There was also a sizable group of Galileans living there and also some of Jesus' friends such as Mary, Martha, Lazarus. Jesus' follower John tells more about them in his gospel. Matthew doesn't tell us the name of the woman who poured her expensive perfume on Jesus, but he does want us to remember this act of honor and sacrifice that took place at Bethany. 
Have you been moved like this woman in your own Bethany moment to give a gift of honor and costly sacrifice to Jesus? Pray about this and let God move in your heart. Today's episode is brought to you by book four of Journey with Jesus, Praying Your Way Through Matthew's Gospel. You can find it on Amazon or click the link in the description to get a copy for yourself. For the rest of today, keep listening to God's Word.